Hey, music lovers, the Cannamom Show podcast in collaboration with Lambkin Guitars is giving away a custom-built, one-of-a-kind electric guitar built by Josh Lampkin. The solid one-piece hemp wood body includes a built-in glass bowl piece. Yeah, you heard me right. You can take a hit and then play a lick. Now's your chance to help the Cannamom Show crush cannabis stigma with your entry. Register for the Hemp Guitar Giveaway online at lampkinguitars.com. That's L-A-M-K-I-N guitars.com. The drawing will be part of a 420 celebration at the Goods Dispensary in Somerville, Massachusetts, where the guitar is on display for the month of April. But don't worry, you don't have to live in Mass or be present to win. Visit LampkinGuitars.com to scope out the Hemp Guitar giveaway details and entry form. You'll even find a video of what could be your guitar in action. L-A-M-K-I-N-Guitars.com If you're a cannabis business owner looking to expand into new markets and need guidance and support you can trust, consider Collateral Base a group that has done it before in multiple merit-based and limited market states. Collateral Base was founded by an experienced cannabis attorney with highly educated consultants with master's degrees and years of experience in the cannabis industry. The Collateral Base team is confident they know cannabis licensing better than any of their peers. And I encourage you to see for yourself. It just takes one phone call. If you're ready to expand your cannabis business into new limited markets, contact Collateral Base today at 309-306-1095. That's 309-306-1095. Or visit collateralbase.com. Welcome. You're listening to Casually Baked, the podcast. Home base for the can of curious. Thanks for tuning in. It's high time. We had a high time. Together. Together. Yes, it's high time. We had a high time. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, your host in Cannabis Lifestyle Guide. And this week, I'm coming at you from Puppyland in this very personal solo episode. I'm in a newish relationship, and I was asked by my boyfriend to stay at his place and watch his dogs while he was away in Europe and the UK for three weeks for a work contract. At the time of this podcast recording, I am 16 days into this pet sitting gig that I'm calling Doggy Boot Camp. I myself haven't been a dog owner in over 12 years, and the dogs I had were pugs. They were bred to be professional snugglers. My boyfriend's dogs, on the other hand, are more akin to loaded weapons. They're trained for personal protection or to sniff out firearms, explosives, or drugs. They are working dogs in the truest sense. And one of them happened to be pregnant. So, I was tasked with keeping this mama-to-be safe, fed, and comfortable until her daddy got home. Tushka, a Belgian Malinois, wasn't calculated to give birth while I was on dog duty. But a few days before the Memorial Day holiday, 
I could tell by Tushka's mannerisms that I was about to have a whole mess of puppies on my hands. And I've never delivered puppies. Now, growing up on the ranch, I was raised taking care of farm animals. I know what I'm doing. And I've helped birth calves and piglets, but never puppies. So I began working on my YouTube degree in every aspect of delivering puppies. And with the help of my sister, Crystal, we got a birthing room put together just in the nick of time. During this process, I've been reminded of the miracles of nature and to trust the natural order of things. Let me tell you, when you're casually baked, sitting on a dog mat next to a whelping pool, twitterpated by the squeaking sounds of newborn puppies blindly feeling and suckling their way into the world, it really puts things into perspective. So today, I'm paying it forward. If you find yourself bogged down in the hustle and grinding and striving, and you sense that you're neglecting your connections with the humans, plants, and animals in your life, this podcast is for you. But first, I gotta give a Texas-sized thank you to at Sir Cred for taking a minute out of your workday to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. That one small action had such a huge impact. Not only did it make my Friday, but it also will continue to help others find this highly responsible cannabis content. How fucking sweet is that? Now, before we head into labor and delivery, I want you to know about the latest offers from some of my casually baked partner brands, like Dr. Fossum's Pet Care. If your four-legged companion is anxious or aging and suffering from chronic pain, shop Dr. Fossum's Pet Care and save 20% every time you shop using promo code CASUALLYBAKED20. If you're shopping for a new piece of glass that's sophisticated, functional, and easy to clean, you're going to love Session Goods. I hooked my sister on it this week when she learned that the Session Bong has stoppers so that you can shake it, shake it, shake it like a proper bartender to get that sucker clean. Seriously, people, if you use a bong in 2022 that's not easy to clean, you're not having the optimum sesh experience. And as a casually baked listener, you'll save 10% every time you shop session goods, glass, and accessories. Use promo code CASUALLYBAKED, all one word, at checkout for savings. And if you need a solid source for CBD supplements, check out Aspen Green, where you'll save 20% every time you shop using promo code CB20. Saving 20% makes taking CBD daily way more doable. And if you've listened to me long enough, then you know that when it comes to CBD, consistency is key in noticing prolonged benefits. Aspen Green offers organic, small-batch, Colorado-grown CBD products for every member of your family. And whether you're getting a personal or professional massage, you deserve a little MJ relief in your life. Save 10% on the muscle rub I co-designed with my bestie and formulation scientist extraordinaire, Dr. Monica Vielpondo. Shopping these podcast affiliates and others is a win-win because you saving money on the things you want supports the production of this show. So shop podcast affiliates at casuallybaked.com. 
And if you're listening on your phone, just scroll down in the podcast app you're using to see the episode notes where you'll find links to these offers and promo codes. Life is full of unexpected adventures, and my getting dropped into doggy boot camp is certainly one I think worth sharing. So smoke them if you got them and settle in. Or put in those earbuds and take me and your pooch to the park. It's time to get casually baked. It's high time. We had a high time. My guy and I come from very different personal and professional worlds. The fact that I work in cannabis and he's ex-federal police who now trains dogs and their handlers makes us an odd match. But we're both curious, we ask smart questions, and are willing to hear and appreciate each other's perspective. And to me, that makes all of the difference. I think it started as a test, but he asked me what it would cost for me to fly in to watch his three dogs for three weeks. We were driving down the road and settled on a price and airfare and transportation, and I said yes without giving it much thought. I figured the best way to learn if this whole dating a dog trainer business was for me was to take a walk in his shoes. Now, as a type A high achiever, If I have all of the information and a plan, I'm confident in my ability to get shit done. So I first asked for a list of dog commands, because George, Tom, and Tushka, they speak Dutch, not English. I also wanted a written food schedule and an outline of the dog's daily routines, and because Tushka was pregnant, I thought it would be important to have some sort of shopping list and a birthing plan. I got about 2% of the information I asked for. I was thrown in the deep end with only three rules, which reminded me of the 1984 Steven Spielberg classic, Gremlins. Number one, George and Tushka are pals. They go out together. Number two, George and Tom are not pals. Under no circumstance should they be out of their kennels at the same time. They'll try to kill each other, he said. And lastly, Tom is a loaded gun. He needs to be able to see your eyes. Don't wear sunglasses around him and try to feed him by hand to build trust. (laughs) Okie doke. I often find myself in situations where I'm asked to perform at a high level on the fly with little direction. And growing up a country girl, I tend to operate well under pressure and I take care of business. My instincts told me that in this case... My ignorance was bliss. My lack of knowledge about all of the things that could possibly go wrong made me naively unafraid. At first, things were going fantastic. I bonded with all three of the dogs, and I fed Tom by hand at every meal. Our little pack was copacetic, and I was confident in the rhythm we'd found. But at 5.10 a.m. on the seventh day, the wheels fell off. I'd let George and Tushka out in the backyard to take care of business, and I went back inside to get a cup of coffee. From the kitchen, I heard a sudden shrieking sound, followed by high-pitched howls. It was still dark outside, but as I looked through the window, I saw what appeared to be George's neck in Tushka's mouth. 
I'm not sure who was more shocked, me or George. So I took off running outside, commanding Tushka to let George go, which, as you can imagine, did absolutely no good. I can count on two hands the number of words I know in Dutch, and none of them were helpful. So I just got in there, and I grabbed Tushka by the scruff of her neck and pulled up, and she stopped thrashing George, but she wouldn't let go. I had her, she had George, and we were at a standstill. I looked down and noticed that I'd received a puncture wound in my right calf in the process. With blood rushing down my leg and George softly crying, I realized how far outside of my comfort zone I was, and I wasn't going to get any less injured trying to break up this dogfight. I've seen people before kick and smash dogs to break up a fight, but Tushka was very fucking pregnant with high-dollar puppies in her belly, and I'm a lover, not a fighter. So I apologized to George, and I let go of Tushka. And sure enough, the fight was back on. Not taking my eyes off the dogs, I backed away so I could call my guy for guidance. He was in a time zone seven hours ahead and he didn't answer my call. So I quickly texted him the facts. Tushka is attacking George and won't let go. Please help me. My phone immediately rang and after going through some commands that were clearly not working, I was instructed to go inside, find a leash, and get it around Tushka's neck. Really? That's all? Lasso an angry pregnant woman? Sure. (laughs) No problem. Let me get right on that. I ran inside. I found a leash. And after a couple of failed attempts, I was able to get the leash over Tushka's head and into her mouth, like the bit on a horse. I pulled back on the leash and that pressure in Tushka's mouth got her to release George. I then led her into one of the outdoor pens and I ran over to check on George. Which leads me to the very first life lesson I was reminded of during doggy boot camp. It's important to look at our wounds and those of others. Really examining the ugly, gruesome parts that are tough to see and uncomfortable to feel is imperative to getting the healing process underway. Hi, baby. Tushka just walked in the room. Do you need to go outside, Mama, or do you just need a break? Come here. Come see Jojo. Hi. Do you need a break? Do you need a break from those babies? Did you just keep hearing me saying your name? I'm not saying ugly things about you. Just telling our story. Okay, so where was I? Examining wounds. No matter if those wounds are of the flesh or of the mental or emotional variety, they need our continued attention. After examining George's wounds, I was able to turn my focus onto my own. I basically had a dime-sized hole in my calf, and I sent Crystal a text message at 6.45 in the morning that I needed her and coffee and I was headed over. And I gotta say, neither of us do well with blood and guts. But every day, the two of us were pulling off the band-aid, were addressing the wound, and were celebrating the healing process. And as an aside, we are using 100% natural remedies for my wounds and for George's. And I gotta say, I'm healing fast. Ozonated water to clean the wound, 
colloidal silver spray to disinfect it, followed by medical-grade Manuka honey to fill the hole, and a honey-based second skin on top, covered with a bandage. Orally, I've doubled up on my CBD and CBG for pain and inflammation relief. Now, as it turned out, Tushka's attacking was only a few days before she went into labor. Based on what I know about men, I'm pretty sure George had gone sniffing or licking where he wasn't invited, and Tushka's pregnant mama hormones were raging, and she dropped the fucking hammer. Another important lesson I learned from Tushka was about the birthing process itself. Now, whether you're giving birth to an idea, a business, an actual living being, or a relationship, the process is going to be messy. The day Tushka had her puppies, I'd reached out to my local lifeline, an Austin PD canine cop. I talked to him about my observations, and I sent him video. He agreed that puppies were coming soon. He and his wife predicted in the next 24 to 48 hours. So I introduced Tushka to the birthing room, and she immediately got into her whelping pool. I shut the door, and I let her get acquainted with the space for a couple of hours while I drove over to Crystal's for an infrared sauna sesh, followed by a dip in the pool and a shower before driving back to check on the mama-to-be. I unlocked the front door and was startled to hear high-pitched squeaking sounds. When I opened the door to the birthing room, it looked like a fucking crime scene. The room smelled of the blood that I could see painted on the floor and splattered on three of the four walls. Everything in me wanted to panic, but I focused in on Tushka, who seemed perfectly calm cleaning four tiny puppies. I relocated her and the babies into the whelping pool, and then I called Crystal and I told her to get her ass over to assist me in whatever was about to happen next. The birth of four more puppies followed. Tushka didn't need a lot of assistance, by the way. Her mama instincts were dialed to an 11, and we had a front row seat for one of nature's miracles. It's so important not to get bogged down in how something looks or feels in the beginning. The birthing process is awkward and painful, but maintaining focus on the end result keeps us from getting sidetracked with fear and worry. Stay positive aware, and keep your eyes on the prize, my friends. The next lesson I've been reminded of during this process is one of growth. Puppy number seven was the runt. I could tell immediately upon cleaning her up that she was different from the rest. Not only was she smaller, but she was physically weak and didn't have the suckling thing down. And she had no desire to fight her way to a feeding position. Early in life, we're taught about Darwinism, the evolutionary idea of survival of the fittest. But since it's 2022 and Tushka was under my care and not out in the wild giving birth to these puppies, I was able to give special attention and puppy formula to number seven. In the greater scheme of things, I recognize the importance of giving attention to those weaknesses or areas of our lives where we have room to grow and improve. We're not all born with equal abilities. Nature sometimes deals a rough hand. But we do all have the equal ability to not give up. On ourselves, on the things we believe in, or in this case, the runt of the litter. My guy warned me not to get attached. 
that things happen and that perhaps all of the puppies might not live through the first night. Though I appreciated his manly practicality, my positive intentions and growth mindset was not entertaining that idea. And I'm proud to say there are still eight healthy, squirmy puppies, and number seven is now throwing elbows and making room for herself at the dinner table. Speaking of, watching eight puppies vying for ideal teat position taught me another valuable lesson. Get in there and get yours. Life isn't going to hand you what you need. Nobody, for that matter, is obligated to hand it to you. You must be your fiercest advocate. And in those instances, when you do need a hand, be bold enough to ask for help. I raised my hand and asked Crystal for help, and together we're helping Tushka and, of course, sweet number seven, who I'm convinced is going to grow up to be an amazing dog. All that said, when you can lend a hand, do it, because you never know when it's your time to need assistance. And I promise you, you're going to get back what you give. Tushka also reminded me of the importance of nesting, of needing order and knowing you have a safe place to land during a difficult process. As I transitioned to move again, less than a year from my move to the farm from Oakland, one of the things that's concerned me the most is not knowing exactly where I'm going to land and where I'll put my things. You see, there's not a place to call my own waiting for me at the ranch to fill up with all of my stuff. There are furnished rooms and spaces I'm welcome to occupy temporarily, which is great and I'm thankful, but there's an underlying uneasiness in that scenario for me. I see that same uneasiness in Tushka when her space starts getting dirty and the linens in her bed need to be changed, or when she's anxious from lying hours on end being a milk machine. When I added Tushka's favorite ball and a bone into the mix, I watched her channel that energy into a familiar activity that brought her relief. Don't underestimate the importance of having those things around you that bring you peace, calm, and confidence to be your best self and do great work. For as long as I can remember, I've hated getting dirty, and this doggy boot camp has reminded me just how messy life can be. Per instruction, I started out hand-feeding one of the three dogs. But after George's injuries and Tushka's puppy delivery, I'm now hand-feeding the entire pack. My hands that I hate to be dirty are now covered in slime and dirt and food no less than eight times a day. I've learned that there's a time to get in there and get dirty, just as there's a time to hit pause, clean your shit, and get your house in order. I've had no choice but to let go of my OCD-ness about being clean. It's way more important for me to take good care of these dogs. And I've learned that there's an odd freedom in wearing play clothes all day, getting filthy, and not worrying about appearances. Now, do I want to quit my life as a podcaster and become a doggy doula full-time? Fuck no! But I do feel very blessed to have ushered life into this world and to have the opportunity to shower it with love and watch it grow hour to hour and day by day. Witnessing the natural order of things is something to marvel and not rush through. These dogs and puppies showed me that work can wait. 
that the deadlines and obligations really can be pushed to the back burner with little consequence, and that showing up for life and caring for living things is ultimately what matters most. And in the process, I now have a wonderful man wrapped around my little finger, appreciating the shit out of me and everything I've done for his dogs. So, this doggy boot camp has been a success all the way around. If you learned a thing or two from my latest adventure, I hope you'll share this podcast with your wolf pack. I lost my mind taking pictures and videos, wanting to capture all of the sounds and sweetness of this experience. So if you're dying to meet the four-legged characters from my story, head on over to the podcast 225 show notes at casuallybaked.com. And if you want to connect with me, email your messages, requests, or can of curious questions through the website or DM me on social. I'm at Casually Baked on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, The Weed Tube, and Truth Social. However you decide to support our highly responsible cannabis movement, thanks for doing your part to Puff Puff Pass It On. Yes, it's a hot time. We had a hot time together. Casually Baked the Podcast was created, recorded, and produced by yours truly. Editing and sound design are in the capable hands of Jamie Humiston at PodConnects. The podcast theme music is by my highly talented friend, Seth Walker. If you aren't familiar with Seth's music, you can find High Time on his album, Gotta Get Back wherever you're buying your music these days. I know he didn't create high time for me, but it sure as shit sounds like he did, right? I hope you'll tune in next time. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Kenna Mom Show, and we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Kenna podcasters right here on PodConX and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.